let's hear your let's hear how bad you do at comedy. Well, okay, this is uh, so my worst. It wasn't comedy. It was I was a rap. It was life? No, it was rap. It was rap. I got oh, booked. I know. I, no, I got to tell you though. I got booked okay. by uh, Jason Brent to do to rap at a ah. com- at a comfort zone show ah. at Texas, ah. right? Because he wanted some acts that weren't comedy. So he's like, "Hey, you want to come and rap?" And I was like, "Yeah." I had known about this like a month in advance, <laughs> and. So I was doing that show. I went and I went down and I did an open mic in Toledo before. So I went down to Toledo. I did an open mic and I fucking ate a bag of dicks. Terrible, right? At comedy or at comedy for money? At comedy. Okay. This is a comedy open mic in Toledo. Went, did it, fun. Then I drove up to Hamtramck to do the rap show. Well, they need a background. What the what a rap? Because why? Because I used to rap and I sucked. What was what was your rap name? M O. What does MO stand for? Marcus Holden. Remember, it's I remember such a you wanted, shitty name. I remember, didn't you say something you wanted to be like more drugs? What was the one name? Drugs and alcohol. That was going to be your rap name? Young drugs and alcohol. Ah! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> young drugs and you alcohol. You have no right to make fun of me. I do have Wait, a right to make I have but so yeah, much. I mean, you definitely do. Young drugs and alcohol? Yeah. Maybe it actually probably might be. It would be, it would be now if young it was drugs today, would it would be, be cool. It would be little drugs. Little drugs? Little drugs. That's too like little Xan. Dude, there's little baby. There's dub baby. Everyone's low. Everybody, that's what I was saying. Fat dugs. <laughs> Fat dugs. Yeah. All right, so so you were mo. Yeah, so I got I got put on this. Uh, it was like a variety type comedy show with some musical acts. I was the musical act. Uh, it was my turn to go up. Right, I go yeah. up there. We get the beat going. I I fucking I start going in. And I fuck up, and I'm like, oh, we got to restart. We restarted three, no. three to four. No. We restarted the song three to four times. I couldn't get through a fucking verse, dude. I just kept fucking up. I was so frustrated. I was in front of all these judgy hipsters, and I'm just sucking a bag of dicks. <laughs> EJ, who had made the beat for me, was in the back just like, what the fuck? And I'm just sucking ass, dude, top to bottom. And eventually, I'm just like, fuck it, I can't do it. I just get out of the-. And they didn't know how to react because they're like, Hipsters, so they, they're not gonna boo me, but they're like, that was bad. And I just go in there. And How then many I, people were there? Ah, uh, maybe including the, the comics. Maybe there were 20 people there. There was actually 20 people? At Trixie's. That yeah. weren't comics? No, no, including the comics. Oh, okay. But I mean, they're all in the well, bar. That's pretty, that's pretty But good. they're all in the bar. It's not that well, big so a bar. So now you're on stage, and you're like, Sucking dick. what up? I'm MO. And then yeah. it's like, and then the beat comes in. Yeah. And, and then, then I, you're and like, then I try to go in, and I, I don't know if I just never rehearsed it enough. Because it was a newer How, song. Were you, were you high as shit? I wasn't even that high, dude. I was just awful. I, you know, like I said, I, I had driven well, down to Toledo. So I had driven an hour down to Ohio to do a mic that went bad at a pizza shop. Yeah. Then I drove up another hour back where I came from to and go in this dive bar in Hipsterham Tramic. And I just fucking eat it, dude. I just eat it. It was so bad, dude. I bombed in comedy and rap on the same night. And I fucking hated myself. Is it on video? Did anybody get it on video? I hope not. I hope I don't so. think so. I don't know, dude. It was bad, though. Uh, fucking, I think Magrita might still have a video of the first night I rapped, and it went really good, actually. It was amazing. Oh, man. But, oh, uh, they say? At they say. That was oh, amazing. I think I was there. It was great. Remember that? They say it was such a great place. It helped when it was a dope venue. And, I, dude, so the first time I rapped at they say, I'm doing this song. It was like a 21 Savage diss song. <laughs> it was so dumb. Why is it a Twenty One Savage diss song though? Because I I don't I didn't I wasn't a big fan of his rap. I'm still, he's all right. 
I, I just didn't like mumble rap, so I picked him out, made a little diss song, and I fucking, uh... Give me a line from the diss song. Something about 21 Savage, you ain't even average. <laughs> Some other shit, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Sam! Yeah! Yeah, that's done! Uh, I don't even remember what the rest of it was. Um, oh my god. I Yeah, I really don't. But, at that one, I, I fucking do it. I get in, like, halfway through the last verse... And the, this is the show that went well. This is that they say. The cord comes out of the microphone. And I just remember having this like split second. Like, what do I do? I fumble with it or do I? So I just fucking start yelling the oh. raps. Right? And in, in like five seconds, J-Bell comes up, grabs the thing, plugs in the mic, gives it back to me. And I just go right back into it perfectly. And everyone's like, ow! Yeah. And it was like never, that? yeah. Or were they eating their chicken wings and not giving a fuck? No, it was hype, dude. It was great. <laughs> It was amazing. And that's the best rap ever was for me. Everything after that was terrible. So <laughs> so I had a moment at Punchline. It was just after the, the actual show. I was at a Kroger. I was walking back to the car with yeah. my former roommate, Max. We're walking to the car. I walk past this black Dodge Charger, right? I walk past it and then go over to Max's car, get in. We shut the door and that black Charger just fucking zooms right next to the parking spot. And he's like, this is big black guy. He's like, roll your window down. I'm like, did I hate your car? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, he's like, roll your window down. I was like, okay. And I, this is Max's old shitty minivan. I actually had to roll the window down. And the guy's like, I saw you at Punchline. You opened for TK Kirkland. You was funny as hell. I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay. And he's he thought like, he was going to get robbed. You're a racist. No, I thought I hit the guy's car or something. Because he had a nice charger. I, I thought maybe I hit it or something. Way I tried. Because I was high as fuck, right? I was like, Kroger buying snacks. But, um... Then, so I doesn't even know. No, but mind. then, then, uh, then he was like, "Yeah, man, when you went up there, we were, we were sitting there, we were like, yeah, man, here come another cheesy white boy or whatever.' But you was funny as hell. Like I won him over, dude. Fuck it, it felt so good just to have that validation and just to get noticed in public was kind of cool too. Yeah. My favorite is when I get when I when I have a good set and, and old black lady, you was funny. I was like. Yeah. And then I'll get the ones, can I touch your beard? And I'm like, oh, yes, you can. Do you ever ask the girl that touched your beard, do you go, can I touch your wig? No, but I have a joke about that. I, I have a joke about how it's like black women are always there. But if I even ask to touch a black woman's hair, right? If I even, they'd be like, let me, because the joke is like, they'll, they'll ask to touch my beard while touching my beard. Because they'll do that, let me touch your beard. Let me touch your beard. Let me touch your beard. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Yeah, you've seen that. And it's just like, yeah, if I even ask to touch it. Because the black women are like, yeah, if you ask to touch my fucking hair, I'd smack you with my dreadlocks. I'd fucking whip it around like a like a goddamn alligator with its tail. Use it as a weapon. I'm like, fuck. And there, you know what you are? You're like that girl who shows up with cleavage out oh, and her ass hanging out. Yeah. And like, why is everyone trying to fuck me? Like, what the fuck? Like, why? I don't care. Like, I'm fucking cool, all right? That's you, man. You just go up to fucking women and just... Ooze sexuality and then wonder why black women like it and no one else does. Dude, I remember uh, I remember Frizz. You know Frizz? Yeah, Frizz loves So Frizz headlined one time yeah. and he had, he brought all his white people <laughs> and it was already a packed show. So like, and they were all mingling in the back and uh, so he was about to go up and I was, I was opening for him. I had messaged him. I was like, hey, can I open for you? Because I know it was going to be packed. I was like, hey, it'll be great. I'll have a great set. It'll be a packed crowd. I'll fucking kill it. He's like, yeah, it's fine, that's cool. And yeah. I did, and like, so right before he was supposed to go up, Peace asked everybody to come and like sit around, just make sure you're in the room room. And then she's like, but before we bring him up, here's the, <laughs> we're gonna bring up in his opening act, Marcus Owen. And I go, I was like, ah, look at all these white people standing behind me. And we're just dying laughing, because it was such a funny situation. 
I did like five minutes. I fucking killed it. And then he went up and killed it. it was, but it was so odd. That show is the best, man. And you know what it was? It was the energy. Of yeah. it. Hey, dude, as a, as a comic, dude, we definitely gave black people the wrong impression about white people. We didn't, not the wrong, we just gave them a, a very specific impression of white people. Like, oh, all white people are like these sick, disgusting comedians. They're all fucked up and say weird, fucked up shit all the time, dude. Uh, you know, yeah. We were pretty wacky, man. But um, the other thing I was going to say, dude, I remember the first time, I met you at They Say. That was the first place I ever met That's you. That's where we met. I met you, Andrew, and Justin Haig. And I remember the first time I went there, I did terrible. Um, but then, like, I saw Justin Haig go up there. <laughs> And he was doing pretty good. And this is when I was still very new to comedy. And I was like, I want to be like that. I want to be more like that. Yeah, dude. Whoa! I said that like Justin Egg, dude. It was fucking hilarious. Because he was up there and didn't give a fuck, right? And I was still giving a fuck. He would get very angry on stage. But he wasn't. it wasn't one of his angry sets. It was one of his like, ha, I'm Justin yeah. Egg. It was one of those sets. He was having fun up there talking shit. Yeah, I always remember. I always forgot where we met. I, I, they say. I can't remember how it all became a thing. They say, man, we all because we. Did were, I tell you about they say? How did you? No, find out Christian about Royce told me about they say. Christian Royce. Yes, I asked him. So he must, like, have, been you know there. He he must have been there like once. I don't know how many times he went there, um, but I do know that I he told me about it. I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, this is a five minute walk from my fucking apartment." Yeah, you can get hammer drunk and then yeah. go back. Yeah, and I did. <laughs> this is great. No way, you got hammer drunk. Oh, yeah, I would get drunk all the time. I know, I was kidding. After my set. I, I wouldn't get drunk and go up normally. I might have a couple weeks. I miss They Say so much. Maybe I just miss my old apartment, but I miss They Say. I miss They Say. I do. It's it a great show. I had a lot of fun there. Uh, a lot of good nights. Even when the when they used to have the patio, they used to have an awesome patio. I never did the, the patio show. No, I only... didn't, no, it wasn't. They didn't have a patio show. They had a patio that was on the yeah. roof, and you could go out there, and you look all, all of, you could overlook like downtown. Yeah. So you go bomb. And then you go outside and smoke or whatever, and yeah. it was great. Um, then they yeah. and then they turned it, started to remodel it, and it took over two years. And I don't think they ever finished it. Then they shut down the comedy show, man. It really sucks. A lot of the good things that we have had have been shut down. Just well, like every just like Punchline show... Tuesdays got shut down, and like it really sucked that something that we turned so great couldn't keep going. And then yeah. you know we moved, and it sucks that usually things are about money, and it's because that the comedians and stuff, the the. Our product and what we're giving is so undervalued, and we're so undervalued. And I'm not saying that I need money to do it. I'm fine with it. I need money. But there is, but there is a point where like the stuff that I was doing and how it was going, I should, I should have started making money. I know that I'm getting opportunities, but I mean, I was doing well, and the shows we were putting on Tuesday together at Punchline, like we had. Did you ever get paid at Punchline? No. Okay. No, because I mean, like the main show, the main thing that I helped do was like Tuesdays. So Tuesdays we turned from like six people to like almost sold out shows every Tuesday on a Tuesday night. Mm. That's unheard of in comedy. Like no one's going except like the comedy store. Yeah. Like you're not going out on Tuesday night. Especially but that's what Michigan. was awesome about yeah, it. Yeah, and that's what's awesome about it. And then I was helping, like the show was, you're getting these open mic comedians putting on this professional show where you felt welcome and you felt happy and people were enjoying themselves. People were coming to the Tuesday show more than there were the weekend shows where the yeah. national headliners were. Because the national headliner well, shows cheaper. Yeah, you're paying twenty to. I saw tickets for fifty dollars at one show. Those are the big names, dude. Like they'll get fucking yeah, but, like Mark Curry or yeah, someone. but 50. come on, dude. Well, because they know people will pay fifty bucks to go see. You're not getting that with but, Mr. Cooper. Come people on. will, people, dude. They sell out some of those big fucking shows, man. And, and that's a, that's what they. I think they ride too much off the fact that they're able to get these big acts. Yeah. They're able to charge out the ass for them. People buy the tickets. Because, like, when's the last time? Like, Red Grant, he fucking came there. Yeah. That was packed, right? And then the next time he came into town, he was doing the Fox. 
But it's like, dude, a lot of these comics, you're either not going to see them in Detroit, or they're going to do the Fox, and you're going to pay eighty five bucks. Yeah. So it's like, I, I mean, the Fox is sweet, but I'd rather pay. It was. I'd rather pay fifty. Like if you're think about it, right? I'd rather pay fifty bucks to see Dave Chappelle at Punchline than yeah, one hundred fifty bucks to see him at the Fox. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I would see. Yeah, I would see. Just because the environment, not even the money saving. It's the, that it's the tightness of it. Yeah, because that stage is so small. You're talking about okay. We're talking about like the the lines you use over and over. Every time I'm at punchline and there's <laughs> there's someone sitting in the VIP section up front, yeah. and that you can tell they're like, I'm VIP. Look at me. I'm like I always use the same line of like, oh, you're sitting in the back seat of a Dodge Charger or some <laughs> shit like that. That one kills. People yeah. love that shit. Uh, and then other one was the other one was like Boogie's always said the roller coaster line. It looks like a janky ass roller coaster. Yeah. The VIP. Because you got these three ass fucking. So on Punchline, there's a stage that is about what? Like three by three? It's yeah. about, it's about it's a foot maybe off, four it's by, about a foot it off the maybe ground. It's four by four. It's yeah, small though. It's a foot off the ground. Um, and then right next to it. So like if I'm on stage, like right next, Marcus would be the first VIP seat. If you take one step to the left, you are now in the VIP yeah, section. Yeah, it, it cuts off the stage and then it goes to carpet area. And then it's a, it's a, it's a love seat for two people. It kind of looks like one of those waiting room benches at a bank. That they picked up off the side of the road, though. Like, they got these benches for free, it looks like. And then you sit oh, in them. Oh, they definitely got them Then for you free. sit in them, and then your ass goes like this. So now you're fucking... Dude, dude you're the best... And you pay there. extra for these seats. The yeah. best, though, is when those people order food. Yep. Because they're like... What do I... I guess I just... I'm VIP, but I have chicken wing. <laughs> I have a basket of fries and chicken tenders in up my lap. Like what am I at a so fucking? Now, am so I now, an amateur movie theater? So now when, so now when they eat and they want to drink, they they pass the food to their 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 date. Yeah. Like here, can you hold the fries? I got a drink. You know my favorite thing about the VIP section? It's always some lesbians, dude. It's always some hood ass lesbians. It's like a super hot black chick, and then like a Her, black chick who has her black the freshest Jordans, yeah. the best like a new haircut, like, new haircut, yeah. fresh braids, hat. Yeah. Just looks angry. And then you no, say, not even. It's not even always angry. Sometimes they're happy. You can tell they're drunk. I'm like, ah, you guys are gonna scissor like a motherfucker. Cause they're gonna cut up a rug later tonight or some shit like that, dude. And it's it's fucking great. But it's always like the people who sit VIP. You can tell like they made a decision to sit yeah. VIP. Like they're like, I'll spend the extra eight bucks. I don't give a shit. And then they get their food and they're like, I give a shit. But, but Why do I not have a table? Can I at least get a TV dinner tray? We're or some putting shit? we're we're putting it on blast. But the funny thing is. The VIP section there is actually like the worst seats in the house. They're the worst seats in the house. They're the most yeah, comfortable seats. They should. They should. What, They're they definitely should the do, most comfortable. Yeah, they should. I think it's almost like they should take those couches. They should put them in front. They maybe should put like it like a couch here, here, and here, like in a row, maybe, oh. and then put a table, and then put seats on the side, because like, you're getting the worst view. So now, like now, instead of watching comedy like this, seeing him head on, now you're like this. And you just get a side profile of like the comic standing on stage. And you're like, I can't see his facial expressions, but I paid more money. And then also, you're not getting, you're not getting better service. Yeah. Or or you can pay less money and you get to have your food. And you can pick wherever on you want a, on, a, on, a, on a, table. a two by four, like yes. the skinniest tables. Like they can't make them any skinnier and call it a table. If they it's if they made them skinnier, they would be railings. That's very they're not fucking tables. They're <laughs> and, barely tables. And then the way that it's funny because they're trying to squeeze so many seats in such a tight spot. Yeah. So now you've got the waitresses walking through tables like this. Oh, yeah. They, they pack them in like sardines. I'm surprised the waitresses are like, can you pass this down to the fucking 20th seat down? Dude, I remember one time my set, I did a boogie. Let me do like a 20 minute set before I was filming the Amazon thing. 
and it just happened to be a birthday party going on. Oh, right? baby, birthday's so birthday, there. So there's, in the front row, like, on the opposite side of the VIP, the other end, like, going yeah. that way, big, long table, big bunch of balloons, yeah. and then in the middle of my set, they bring out, they start cutting the cake. Ah! So I just, I just ah! stopped. I was just like, no, this is about you now. This isn't even about the whole show, birthday parties at those shows are about that person. Yeah. It's not anything about, it could be a huge headliner. But, it's not going to be. You were talking about going with the, the yeah. lady who was dancing. I just went with it. I got everyone to start singing happy birthday. Like the, the Stevie Wonder, the black happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, I love that one. I you just let do... it go. And I'm just like, I'm, I just checked Twitter for a little bit on stage. Like I didn't care. Cause I was just like. And I still had a good set. I got off stage and people were like, I was fucking funny. Like, these people were got a little mad. I picked on some people. Because it was a big crowd, right? Yeah. It was probably 80 people. So you're going to piss a couple people off at a show, like, especially when you shit on the birthday girl. And there were three birthdays, too. There was the one with the cake, and then there were two other birthdays. Yeah. And the one chick had, like, a hat and was doing her big thing. She was mad that she was getting outdone by this chick who had the cake. And I'm just like, this is, what the fuck are we, is this a high school when lunch have, When you do multiple birthday parties, and then the funny ones is when they bring the balloons in, so now they're blocking people's views. Oh yeah, I always call that out too, that you're talking about lying, I'm like, yeah, way to bring balloons and sit up front. That's real, consider, every, fuck everyone behind me.